0: you get this number don't you know he's listening the 13 he's here you have entered the 13 a place where real stories about music touring and the beyond are told music does something to us we all experience it in our own way it can affect our senses transport us through time and release emotions on this podcast we will talk with people about the power of music and the beyond what does the beyond mean let's find out together turn on your metronomes because this time is about to be tracked what is going on everybody welcome to the 13 i'm your host ryan 13 and today on the show we have none other than jerry gaskell Jerry, he's the drummer for um King's X. Oh, look, Kings X poster. Oh Oh. wow, look at that. Wow. Other Kings X. That one's from uh man, somewhere in Europe. Have Uh, you met those guys? I think so. I think I think they're kind of cool. I'm just not, you know, I don't know. They're sometimes standoffish. They're weird. I know. I, I, I met one of them once. I
1: wasn't too impressed.
0: <laughs> Jerry, uh, man, thank you so much for coming on. I'm so honored and humbled and just fantastic to see you. I saw you a couple of, well, I guess it's been months ago now. It's at the end of November. King yeah. James was supposed to play a show in Houston. Yeah. Sickness yeah. happened. The whole world got it. Did you get it? I've had it twice. Yeah, I got it and too. I actually,
1: I actually kind of enjoyed it. Yeah. You know, I got to stay in bed for a couple of days.
0: Yeah, I was just
1: tired. It was nice. You no, know, it's you know, got in bed with me, and it's great.
0: You know, we, me and my wife and J. Rab and his girlfriend, well, soon to be wife, uh, met up. We all got to meet uh, late, so thank you for staying up late and hanging out with us for a little bit. Yeah, and, man. Uh, you know, we went. We all went home. Everybody was fine. My wife got COVID the next day. <laughs> and Then I went I, home and got had COVID too. I know, and then I made yeah. it five days. And I was like, "Ah, this is cool. I've got this. I ain't getting it. I was like bringing my wife, you know, soup and stuff and holding my breath. And it didn't matter. Yeah. I
1: I I mean, at this point, COVID is just a part of life now. It's like the cold is a part of
0: life. The flu is a part of life. You're right. I was just, I was just sleeping the whole time and was fine. Like you said, I I mean, I had a fever. It wasn't necessarily that nice, but like it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't it it wasn't as bad as I guess it was in 2020. You know, it was right. I've had
1: worse colds than I did when I had COVID.
0: Yeah, absolutely, man. So, uh, okay, I'm going to go down a list. I wrote a list. I didn't even think I was going to make a list. First of all, let me say a few things to the audience. Uh, I've known Jerry for 20 years, maybe. Uh, I've known your sons for the same amount of time. Joey's always been my pal, Jeremy, of course, and Johnny. I just I haven't seen Johnny in forever. Where's Johnny living now? He lives in Alabama now. Oh, okay. So he's still out there. Okay, right on. He's married. He's
1: got a couple of kids. Man, that's awesome. Yeah,
0: yeah I love uh, dude. I'm just I've been friends with uh Jerry for I mean forever. Good friends with his kids. I used to party at his house when Jerry was on tour. I know
1: I'd come home, I, my my house was a mess and things were broken and missing. And
0: <laughs> you remember uh Gabe from Lower? Gabe, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was on Morningside Drive. American Fangs. American Fangs yeah. actually opened up for you guys at. First. Oh, that one place in Milwaukee. It was that place that has all the? I don't know, what was it? it? Was it was the place that Shank was Hall. Uh... Is yeah, Shank was, Hall? Yeah,
1: it was the place that a uh, uh, Spinal Tap played.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it was I was that, there, anyway. Yeah, and I was sitting there on stage. I didn't know they were coming. I didn't even know they were opening. And I was sitting there setting up Doug's gear. And Gabe comes walking in the door in the middle of Milwaukee. And I'm like, what the fuck are you doing here, dude? <laughs> it
1: was yeah. super,
0: I, he's, he's coming on the show, uh, which is going to be great. Oh, also, by the way, everybody, uh, this is the 13th episode of season two. So Jerry's ending season two. Wow. Yeah, thank you. I'm, I'm honored. I'm honored.
1: Ooh. All right, man.
0: So here's some of these questions. Uh, well, I already mentioned the party thing. So that's funny. Uh, how's Julie doing? I think Julie's good. Okay,
1: she gets a little overwhelmed
0: with work sometimes. I understand. I do too. She she does
1: a lot. She's a manager director, and it's a good day, but it's a lot of work.
0: Yeah, I can imagine. But she gets to work from home, which is great. Yeah, my wife gets to do a little bit of both now. Like it was uh, mm-hmm. during the pandemic, it was all from home, and then now they've yeah. kind of switched to like come to the office, you know, sometimes, but you can work from home. And she also yeah. did the same kind of thing. Kind of got a new. Promotion or whatever, and it just works crazy hours and gets a little overwhelmed with it. And so, all right, well, exactly.
1: That's what that's what jobs are. They're overwhelming.
0: Yeah, and they suck. Like yeah. Doug, Doug Spiel, during the entire time that I toured with you guys, when he started doing his long spiel about don't ever do what you don't want to fucking do, you know, and preaching and doing right. whatever, and I would just sit there every night like, yeah, I'm never gonna do that. And then look I know. Me. Sometimes that's easier <laughs> said than done. It's easier said than done, man. I think there's he wrote a... a
1: song about that too. <laughs> oh, you're, I think you're right. <laughs> don't believe it.
0: Don't believe it. Uh, don't believe okay, Carrie, so you got um, you got a couple of solo albums out. Are you working on the third one? Oh, I I am definitely going to put out another one. Yes. Uh, are you going to have Andy Black Sugar on this one too?
1: Well, there's a good there's a good chance. I don't know. I mean, I haven't gotten to that point yet. Where oh, okay, it, it, it's you know been decided who's going to do what and what but
0: right on yeah andy
1: was all over my second one and i loved everything he did it was incredible i,
0: I love thankful. that guy i yeah. yes i've dude i'm so thankful that um you know i met him once on tour with you guys um a long time ago like he came to a show and but that was it it was brief and then j-rab went on tour with kmfdm and another mm-hmm. band, i guess j-rab was working for the supportive band or the support mm-hmm. band and met oh, okay. andy again and then that's how i hooked up with andy because j-rep was like you got to have him on your show and i was like hell yeah i do and mm. he was just a fantastic Was j-rep actually working for kmfdm he was working for the band that opened for cam oh the for one okay okay yeah. mm-hmm. and you know andy plays obviously you know andy plays guitar for them now and uh um, yeah man i was listening to black sugar transmissions the other day this good what a great guitar player
1: oh my god it's, just, it's incredible He yeah, uh, absolutely.
0: Why don't we play with the best, Ryan? I know it. <laughs> yes, you do. Uh, the like my favorite my favorite part about meeting that guy was, uh, or at least having him on the show, is that he was so fucking humble about everything, oh. and like just really down to earth, and was just he could tell. Like, I mean, I know you could tell you've known me forever, but like I'm really new at this. This is like episode twenty eight total. You know, it's going to take 150 episodes of cringe worthy interviews for me to go, oh, I think I maybe figured this out yet. So thank yeah. you for being a part of the beginning. <laughs> sure.
1: Again, honored, man. I'm glad to be. The uh,
0: beginning. Andy has, has since disappeared off of social media and I can no longer get a hold of him. So if you, oh, I don't know what happened, like he deleted his Instagram account and his Facebook I think it was probably
1: the, uh, probably the podcast just that he said I had no more.
0: No he more does. social media for me after that. It literally, literally after that, he, he just went, he like just, yeah. two, like a week later. I said, "Hey, your episode's coming out." He says, "Badass, I'm gonna share it." And I was like, "Cool, thanks, man, I appreciate it. Let's do it again." He said, "Absolutely." And then, like two days later, his accounts vanished off of everything. And was, I still have his email. I haven't emailed him. I didn't want to be like, "Did you get hacked?" Like, what happened?
1: I think that's what you do to people, Ryan.
0: i'll get we'll get ready jerry it's coming all right
1: i've been wanting to get off social media this maybe this is my chance
0: this is the way
1: yeah
0: um so uh you guys uh the houston show that got canceled um are i know you guys want to make it up but i don't know how that works with um you know with your management and all that stuff like are you guys do you have a plan to come back to houston yeah yeah it's gonna happen
1: i think Possibly. I mean, nothing's actually set set in stone, but I think possibly in May we're coming back, or July. okay, Something like that. May or July. May. Never. Something. We're definitely coming back.
0: It's happening, right on. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Yeah, but, you so- know,
1: I've learned that every day is the only thing that we have. Now is all we have. So when it gets to that point, who knows? I thought we were going to do the show uh, the last time.
0: right? And the day of the
1: show, we had to cancel it. So who, uh, right. who the hell knows?
0: <laughs> yeah you know, dude you're it's true like today is all we have i love it that's philosophy. right philosophy you're gonna write a. we need you to write a book well maybe someday i'm gonna write a book it's just gonna Good. be a bunch of uh a bunch of isms though you know there won't be any yeah. any real if mold. i do if i do
1: write a book it'll be all fiction but it'll be
0: all truth because fiction be all... is,
1: i think fiction is a lot greater than a uh, non-fiction i think yeah, actually absolutely. more true in
0: many ways dude that's so fucking awesome. um, what was one of these things oh so i I, okay so last night i was like oh my god jerry's coming on this is gonna be great i was like i know jerry we're friends but (laughs) maybe i should like you know we've only talked really like a couple of you know text messages happy birthdays and whatever since yeah for like a decade but like um i was like man i'm gonna google jerry so i googled you oh (laughs) which is fun because i'd never done that before and uh let me see i'm pulling it up because i left it up um there's a Jerry Gaskell Wikipedia page and it hasn't, it doesn't look like it's been updated in a couple of years maybe, but there's a lot of cool stuff on here and I don't know how much of it is true. So I want to ask, speak I this. Say, let, me, let
1: me just say something real quick. Sure. Uh, my son one time for some reason, Johnny, my youngest son,
0: yeah, decided to,
1: he said he was looking at someone and, and my name somehow came up. Mm-hmm. And so I decided to look at my net worth. Okay. And it was something like thirteen million dollars. It's like, like, uh, "No, Johnny, <laughs> that, that, that's not." He got, he got all excited. Oh my God, really? God, where's my inheritance? <laughs> no, yeah, not quite true, Johnny.
0: So, so what? What? What are you going to ask me and see if it's true or not? Now I'm going to get in. Well, now I want to talk about the money thing. But like, I've seen people comment on like, let's say uh, Doug's videos or something where they've said you know, stuff like, oh, these rich rock stars or whatever and, like, I mean, Mm. I know you guys. uh, You guys should be fucking millionaires if, you know, but, like, unfortunately and fortunately and I don't know how you guys feel about this, but I know how I feel about it. King's X is the musician's band. Every fucking musician you talk to knows who King's X is. That doesn't necessarily mean that everybody in the world knows who you guys are because, you know, that's just how fucking shit happened or whatever, but, like, Anybody I turn King's X on, on or turn, yeah, turn on to you Turn King's X on to? Right, turn King's X on to. Turn on to King's X. Turn, turn on to King's X, yes. Uh, <laughs> like anybody that, that I get to show y'all stuff to, they end up immediately loving you and are wondering, you know, why the fuck aren't these guys just the biggest band in the world? I'm like, they are. It's just that it's only to musicians. Nobody knows. <laughs> <laughs> um. So some of these questions on Wikipedia all right, it's not questions. It says that you got your first snare drum at four years old. That That is true. And then you slowly built your kit around that. Is that so yeah. that all went down and your dad gave yeah, it to you? I,
1: yeah, I've told this story many times, but yeah, I was four years old and I wanted this more than anything in life was to have an actual real drum. Yeah. And uh, he went to the store to get it and I was so excited. He went by himself. He didn't take me for some reason. Okay. And I was so unbelievably excited that I was going to have a real drum.
0: Yeah.
1: At four years old, it's all that mattered to me. I had a toy kit before that. And uh, anyway, he finally comes home. He comes into the house and says, Jerry, I'm sorry, but I wasn't able to get the drum. And I remember just profusely crying, like, this is the worst thing imaginable that I now don't have this drum. And he said, "Uh, well, could you go out into the car and, he wanted me to get something for him. I forget what it was, maybe his cigarettes or something. I said, Could sure. you go get my whatever, a pen, whatever? Yeah. And so me being the obedient child that I am or was, <laughs> I went out there and there sitting on the passenger seat was the drum. And oh, wow. it was just it was better than had he just brought it in, you know. Yeah. So yeah, so that, that story is true.
0: Man, I love it. Dude, that's so great. So then you I mean, I yeah, you probably talked at this talked about this stuff a lot because you get a lot of obviously interviews but i mean i've just been your buddy for ever and so i've never like sat here and yeah. Yeah, tried to interview talk my friend <laughs> <laughs> but you know okay so then it goes on to say something about like then you kind of formed like an instrumental band with uh your was it your brother and your dad that's that was... exactly true and it was You're, called, called uh, jerry and the knights there it is jerry and the knights i see it right yeah. there yeah, yeah we yeah. did all
1: kinds of things we did a uh... You know, we played lodges, we played Christmas parties, we played floats, we played people's houses. You know, whatever, and, and it was all instrumental stuff, huh? All instrumental. Anything from a waltz to a polka to the
0: Beatles to whatever. Wow, and and yeah. you did that until how old? Probably, probably started that around nine years old, maybe. Okay.
1: Till so maybe I till I was
0: maybe fifteen. Okay. Wow, yeah, So you guys kept it going for a while.
1: Yeah, we did. Yeah.
0: That's awesome. My, my first. Yeah, we used was- to.
1: We used to have a parties at our house and once we became teenagers and we would we would play me my dad and my brother and everybody would gather in the living room and we'd play and and i remember at that point we were all getting high my brother and i oh yeah so we would go uh go on the porch get high come back in and play and And i remember we went into this one song i think it was tequila we did tequila you know that song
0: (laughs) yeah oh yeah and we went into
1: this long jam yeah we went into a long jam and we just kind of got lost in it like yeah and, and afterwards somebody said wow that was really weird but it was I fun because we were we were into it so yeah there you
0: go dude that's fucking great man do i remember being in my first couple of bands and it was the you know same thing high school starting to get high Jamming and having some of the most of matt like the most mind melting experiences at least to the four of three or four of us playing music right, and of course. had a little strobe light going off in the background and five hours would go by and we we're like dude this is the best we're gonna be famous it's gonna be badass. <laughs> and like we go back and listen to the tape the next day and you're like what the fuck was going on <laughs> <laughs> well I never had that problem oh, okay there is. there's a Kirk Hammett quote Kirk Hammett uh, said on Symphony and Metallica on the like the little VHS tape they had that was behind the scenes stuff. He's talking to the conductor of the symphony and he's like, of the San Francisco symphony. He goes, So what happens when they hit a wrong note? And the guy was, This, this the guy was like, What I mean, like, you're not gonna hit? He goes, No, I'll never hit a wrong note. No, we don't hit wrong notes, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't happen. it's right there in front of us. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's awesome. Okay, let's see what else this uh Wikipedia has to offer. I'm so blind. I've got. I turned forty, so I'm like I'm dealing with forty eyes. It just hey, blurred. same here.
1: As soon as I turned forty, I just couldn't see anymore.
0: Yeah, it's super yeah. weird. Yeah. Uh, nineteen seventy eight. Gaskell decided to attend, uh, Evangel Evangel College. That's true. Evangel in, College in Springfield, Missouri, and moved there with the intention of becoming a biblical studies major. That's true. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I went uh, one you, semester. Yeah, and you just uh, went
1: one. yeah, I went one semester, and I I met other musicians. Uh, ended yep. up playing with Phil Keke.
0: Yep, it says that that's on I met, that's, man. and that's
1: that's where I met Ty and Doug. Doug moved to Springfield to join a band that I was joining.
0: Okay, yeah, and
1: that didn't that didn't really happen, and so we ended up being in the Phil Keke band.
0: Man, it's okay. This thing, this uh, Wikipedia is pretty accurate. Then that's accurate so far. Like it seems like a lot of the times people are like reading these the Wikipedia things off, and they're like, "No, that's not right. <laughs> this one's doing all right so far." Yeah, we'll keep going. Maybe there's some lies. Hopefully, there's some lies in there. Let's find some lies in here. Uh, yeah, let's okay. Find some lies. Uh, local music circles. He was soon introduced to singer Greg X. Balls. 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 Balls who that's was true. putting putting a new band together and asked Gaskell to participate. They also right, asked. A- Bassist Doug Pinnock to move to Springfield, so that's what you were talking about. Well, yeah, there we that's go. exactly what happened. Yeah, wow, he was reforming the band called Petra. Petra, wow, okay, and it just
1: didn't happen. and I think he felt bad, so he got in touch with Phil Kegis. Hey, I got this rhythm section, maybe we could be a band, and we ended up being that's, a band. It was absolutely incredible. It's, it's like a literally,
0: dream. literally the next thing on here. Gaskell was soon asked, along with <laughs> Pinnock, to join the Phil Kegi band. It's <laughs> literally right there. Um, uh, okay that person blah 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 member of the band that person happened to be Ty Tabor okay blah 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 wow this is fucking cool at one point Gaskell became involved in a demo project for the Tracy Zinn band that had Tabor as a member the two hit it off and were later involved in other projects
1: that's true that's the first time I actually well not the first time I met Ty the first time I met Ty uh, he was in a band as the drummer that I think it was may have been the Tracy's in band. I'm not positive about that. He was the drummer of the band. Wow. And he didn't have any drums. And (laughs) he came up to me in his very, very thick uh, uh, Mississippi accent at the time and asked me if he could use my drums. And I said, sure. And that's the very first time I ever met Ty. But then the next time I met Ty was during that demo for Tracy's in. Yeah. And I remember him sitting in a corner on the floor, and he was playing these licks. I'm going, Oh my god, this guy can really play the damn guitar!
0: Yeah,
1: it was very impressive. I thought, Wow, that guy's great! And you know, dress of course is what it is.
0: So, has Ty's accent relaxed?
1: Yes, quite a bit. Yeah, quite a bit. So, you know, like my, you, you know,
0: Ty, I know Ty very well. I'm uh, he's the next person I'm asking from the band. Um, <laughs> I just uh, I remember I, I can hear the accent obviously. My boss. And I'm sure my boss is watching this. Hi, Um, they have the same accent, except my boss is from Oklahoma, and I don't know how that works, but it's Mm. the same. Maybe it's it's Ty's relaxed accent and the Oklahoma accent are just meeting in the middle somewhere. Mm. But like the first time I met my boss, I was like, "You sound exactly like Ty Taper." (laughs) He was like, "Okay." (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, So anyway, I, I actually had a have a or I
1: did have a South Jersey accent which uh, pronounced words very differently than I do now. And once I moved away from there, I realized that I'm saying words differently than a lot of people, and it struck me very odd. So I consciously started saying words differently, and now it's natural for me not to say them
0: yeah, that's what when I was growing up, uh, I wanted to make sure that no one could tell I was from Texas. Now it's changed because I work in oil and gas now. So I'm now hanging out with all them motherfuckers doing shit, <laughs> fucking forget about things. There's no I N G anymore. It's just I N motherfucking. <laughs> and And um, so for whatever reason, it's changed. But when we went when I went to Europe with you guys in 2009 and we were hanging out in Germany and the UK and just meeting all kinds of great people out there. They were like where are you guys where are you from Like, i'm from texas like you don't sound like you're from texas i was like thank you
1: you know. oh, like you. Really,
0: oh yeah this is great yeah, yeah uh, you now don't I'm, you sound like just a regular person oh uh, yeah i ain't i ain't from here man <laughs> shit um <laughs> my uh i have a lot of uh family that has the houstonian accent and i know mm-hmm. you know what that is like if you're from houston you either don't sound like you're from here or you sound like you're from Houston, probably just the same way. If you're from Jersey, you either Mm. sound like you're from Jersey or you don't. It's Mm. very distinct. Um, Mm. Well, I lived in
1: Houston for a long time, but I'm I'm not sure if I know that distinct accent.
0: It's a cow. It's this, it's this cow. You would, it's this cowboy thing. My, uh, Mm. my cousin, Brian has it like just dead on. I don't know how to, all I can think of when I hear him talk is Houston. It's it's very perfect. So all right, let's continue down this awesome rabbit <laughs> hole because like it looks like it just stops, it stops. Like so, um, after it talks about it's, it says Gary Jerry Gaskell has enjoyed a long and storied career with King's X and continues to with them to this day. Wow. The album Gretchen Goes to Nebraska was based in part on a story that he wrote. Is that true? That's not really true. Okay. i did
1: write the story but the but the record's not based on that at all okay I, mean, I think doug may have taken one song and you know taken some idea from it and put it in the song but but the record is by no means a concept record or has really anything to do in my mind with that story it's just a story that i started to write and uh with no intention of it being necessarily with the record or about gretchen sure. and then at one point i thought okay, the heroine is going to be named Gretchen. Yeah. And it turned into the Gretchen story. Okay. And we decided to put it on the record. So if that's a concept, then let it be a concept. But it doesn't
0: sound like it to me. Okay. I lo- Dude, I love that. I didn't know that. I yeah, love that's, a, that's uh, the truth. So there's I the love... first kind of untruth there. Okay, cool. Um <laughs> He has appeared as lead vocals on three Kings X tracks, which I think is different now because you guys just mm-hmm. released that last album and you were on that sucker a lot.
1: I was on three on the last record.
0: Yeah. I was like, ah, oh, dude, I love that record so much. Like it's so different. Oh, we're going to get into talking about that too. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, okay. So that, yeah, they need to upgrade Wikipedia or people uh, listening. Go ahead. And I guess you can do this yourself, right? I guess I could update it. I guess anybody can. <laughs> I, guess anybody what anybody I understand. Can. <laughs> um, um do, 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 do. oh here it is. Uh he appeared as blah 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 three times on Bogle Harmonies. Uh Gaskell suffered a heart attack on February 25th, 2012, which is I don't know if that's the right date, but that sounds around the right year. Yeah, it was February uh 26th,
1: something like that. Yeah,
0: it says 20, so it's 25th here. Maybe it was the 25th, I don't know. Somewhere around it.
1: I don't remember that at all. Was that like? Did am I had I no right recollection or, of it.
0: I know, like, so was that the is that the widowmaker? Is that what you got? It was. It was the widowmaker. So that's the same thing Kevin Smith had. In, in yeah. Had the, I been
1: alone know. at that time, I would be dead.
0: Yeah, dude. Holy
1: cow. There's no way I could have recovered because I have no recollection whatsoever of it happening. Really? But Julie was there and she saw me apparently in a lot of pain, just walking around, you know figuring out. And I went to the bathroom. This is what I'm told. Yeah. And I just fell over dead
0: holy crap man see I never and and I have no
1: recollection and she'll never forget
0: yeah wow but I didn't suffer a heart
1: attack I just had one
0: right (laughs) because I don't remember (laughs) you don't remember it yeah I I remember being super like what oh my god I didn't know I didn't know what to do because you know Doug contacted me as soon as possible and let me know what was up and said he would keep Mm -hmm. me in the loop and he did and thank yeah. God things went the right way and things. And then like you had a little minor something happen again a couple of years later. Right. And then now you got pig parts in you and you're doing all right.
1: I don't think I have pig parts, but uh, <laughs> I did have to have open heart surgery.
0: Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. Which, so, which all yeah. of it
1: ultimately, Ryan, I'll say in some ways are the best things that ever happened to me. Really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it taught me about my body. It taught me how to listen. It taught me how to take care of myself, what I have to do if I do want to be alive. Because yeah. really the only thing that keeps us in this world is our bodies. That's right. It's true. If we don't have the body, then we're not in this world anymore.
0: That's right.
1: And then and then and, and I don't know where we are then. I don't know what yeah. happens. So none get, of us do.
0: That's why I have this part on the show called the Beyond. Yeah. That's the, that's the one
1: it. thing that we know nothing about. That's right. And that's where I find all my hope. I find all my hope I find in the unknown. Because once I know something, then it's done. Yeah. So all my hope is in the unknown,
0: because what I know
1: surely hasn't given me everything I want or yeah, f- what I feel right. I need.
0: <laughs> Paraphrasing Socrates, like uh, true knowledge exists in knowing that I know nothing.
1: That's the truth.
0: Yeah. What what, what is greater than that? Right. <laughs> I mean that that is that is wisdom. If you really
1: think about it, what possible other thing is there than that? Yeah. If we think we know something, then that's we're kind of like foolish.
0: That's true you're 100%, You're hundred percent right the uh you guys have a song what do you guys call it pleiades pleiades i love that song because it's fucking crazy as fuck first of all and <laughs> watching you guys play it live every night was fantastic oh. um but i started my dad always called pleiades the seven sisters right so it's the seven little stars mm. that kind of look like almost like a question mark up in the Something sky like that. and um so I've been doing all this ancient alien research craziness, going down mm-hmm. the weird pyramid of who knows what weird rabbit hole. And um apparently there's like if you're down this rabbit hole, there's like some alien races that live over there over there, mm-hmm. you know, like there's different ones and they're different factions and they're actually at war against each other for mm-hmm. planet Earth. <laughs> like, what what do you for planet Earth? Yeah, because that's so like they're cut co- yeah, they're coming here and trying, they're both doing whether it's experiments or, or whatever it is on, they have treaties with people. And again, I don't believe in, I don't know about any of this, but it's great stories. And and, and how do we know this stuff? Oh, just cause somebody said it. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> there, there is no evidence whatsoever, <laughs> but it's, it's fun stories and that's why I like going down this rabbit hole and like talking to people and there's people who have like 100% legitimate Stories to tell about it, you know, kind of uh, like religion. It's exactly like religion. People and have very
1: legitimate stories to tell about religion too.
0: That's oh, I was true. That's right. I was just watching a church service this morning. My wife uh, is still very religious, and I love her for it, and that's great and all. And so mm-hmm. I'll sit in on. Uh, hi Don. She, <laughs> yeah, hi Don. She she watches. uh You know, watches the her old church, the church where we got we got married. One of our deals was we got married at a church, but we got married outside. That was my thing. Like I'll be oh. on the church ground, but we're gonna be outside. We got married Doug, in Las Vegas. I know. At the drive-thru. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> no, that's fantastic. Doug came. Fantastic. Doug came to the to the wedding or whatever was in it. And he was like, I can't believe I'm in a church right now. <laughs> oh. I was like, yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, so this this alien stuff, um, you know. I don't know. Like I, I was always interested in Pleiades because I keep talking about that. That's where these aliens come from. What, what was the, the reason for naming Pleiades Pleiades? What was the, what's the deal? Is it there? Well,
1: hopefully you'll get to talk to Ty. I know. Yeah. Because he wrote that song and you'd have right. to ask him that.
0: Okay. I will. You
1: well, know, hopefully I, I don't know. I don't know exactly why. Maybe because the word fit nicely as a title.
0: Yeah. Like Who Doc can Man? restrain Pleiades? It sings nice. I don't know yeah uh, it does it seems nice right on man dude this is so fucking cool i'm so glad you came <laughs> on the show like this is just a lot of fun i get to talk to you and i get to have uh you know a good time yeah so fine. i i had billy sheehan on the show uh-huh. and i'm gonna say it sheehan and i say this on a, just about every show that i happen to bring it up because i said his name wrong and he let me know it would but, you say uh, she i said shehan and he said yeah, sheehan. she Sheehan, she man. Yeah, it was right in the very first five minutes. And it's like, he's like episode six or something, like right in the very beginning of, I'm just nervous as all I get out. And he was like, it's she And I was like, oh, cool. This is going to go great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he actually did. Actually, we had a fucking fantastic interview uh, after you know 10 or 15 minutes of me trying to figure myself out. He played on two songs on my last solo record. Did he really? Dude, what he a really great did. bass player. Oh, my God. He played the perfect things.
1: Everybody on that last record played perfectly. Everything I
0: could imagine and more. Oh, you just went and saw winery dogs. I saw a picture of you with. Uh, I did. Homescape yeah, drummer Mike Portnoy. Yeah, I guess. Mike Portnoy. Yeah. I yeah. on our on my interview with uh, Billy, I talked about Mike coming into the dressing room, and I literally, he like I was like, so like you got any crazy tour stories? He was like, no, nah, I'm you know my bands are pretty chill like I don't really have any crazy store tour stories everybody lives a pretty clean life and I was like oh cool you know one time Mike Portnoy jumped into this dressing room in 2004 when King X was on the Dream Theater tour and he was like where's Doug I need some weed <laughs> and, really yeah and Billy <laughs> just sat there and like gave me the look I was like oh man maybe that was the wrong way <laughs> uh, Wow. Yeah. he said where he because he came in at me and Sean you remember Sean O'Boyle we were we were sitting backstage doug was i don't know getting ready somewhere and i was like doug's over there and he goes all right well tell him i need some weed and then he just left and i looked at sean i was like that was mike portnoy well like, did he get weed to him i'm sure he did i don't remember. I hope so yeah. I, I just remember sitting behind him uh during dream theater sound check and just being like i'm on stage with dream theater <laughs> <laughs> it was like one of my favorite bands you know uh, as are were you and then joe satriani tripped over my shoe on his way off stage that night oh lucky you man yeah i know i was like <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I tripped the alien man
1: yeah yeah joe used to take johnny my youngest son to uh uh like theme parks with his son really yeah when we were on tour they took they went to theme parks and him and uh johnny and his son became pretty good friends on tour
0: sure yeah yeah, yeah. sure they haven't stayed in touch lately but Man, that's super cool! What a what a great that was! Two thousand four. I can't believe it was that long ago. Was it two thousand four? Wow! Yeah, that's almost twenty years ago. Wow. Where does the time go? That, that's another thing we don't know. I know. <laughs> all right, so you're you're planning on doing another solo album? I know I'm jumping all over the place, but no, you don't have any of the musicians together. But have you written any songs?
1: I have written songs. Yeah, I'm yeah. continually writing songs.
0: Is it something? Do you write on guitar, or do you how do how does your writing mainly on guitar. Goes? Okay. It,
1: it, it comes different ways i've written on piano i've written on mainly on guitar some songs i just have melodies that i haven't even played guitar or anything i just have the melody actually full songs just melody
0: like just so i'm not brain. really that
1: much of a guitar player I, I have to figure things out i just yeah i really don't either. know what i'm doing i can play a chord. oh i like that chord and a melody pops in my head then i have to find the next chord that might go with that melody and
0: Yep, um, I'm exactly I'm the it. same way. I I like when playing with Razor 13, you know, Big Mike was a great guitar player or whatever, but and that's his guitar right there. But um right. he uh he would write these things and I'd just be like cool, you know, and I would just thumb through the bass until I found a note that matched. I was like, all right, yeah, sometimes I tried to build I wish shit I was around a guitar that player. Yeah, I wish
1: because I was I think if I was a guitar player, I could I could write all kinds of songs. I feel like I could write all kinds of songs without being a guitar player, but if I was a guitar player, my God, I knew what I was doing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what 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 do you got going on in your life besides music? Mm-hmm. Is that too personal? Got two to too personal? two dogs. Two dogs. I got three dogs. Wow, three dogs. Yeah, yeah it's too many. I love my dogs.
1: Two little dogs. They can be very annoying.
0: Yeah. What
1: you know, kind of sitting dogs? there quietly concentrating on something? Next thing you know, somebody walks by the house, and I just go crazy right in my ears.
0: Oh, it sounds like uh-huh. you have my dogs. Okay. <laughs> you have little dogs. I have two little dogs. They're both Chihuahua mixes. Um, That's what we have two Chihuahua yeah. mixes. Yeah. So yeah. one's, one's a rat terrier I is what I'm going to call it. It's, it's Chihuahua mm-hmm. and Terrier and something else. And then the other one, I'm pretty sure is pure Chihuahua, but I can't tell. They're all, everything's rescue. And then I have a third one, third one that I just got. Um, her name's Maisie and she's an Australian cattle dog. So like, she's a blue healer, excuse me. And, uh, she is not meant for my small house uh, she needs oh, land but you know she needed to be somebody dumped her at the plant that i work at and uh, you know it was july it was 105 degrees and i thought okay if she's still here tomorrow i'm just gonna take her home and she was there the next day through a I'm sure she's done better off than where she was oh yeah she's fat now <laughs> she was 27 pounds when i found her now she's like 45 um no. she overweight and, and, no she's proper she's a proper okay, good, good, healer good. weight but she definitely needs more land than i have when we're, we're trying to look mm-hmm. i mean you know i'm used to the chihuahuas that like to just be in your lap all the time and like you said when they when you decide to get up off the couch all of a sudden it's oh, yeah. like, oh,
1: or somebody walks by the
0: house anything somebody walks by the house you just stand up you just move like right, if you ever yeah. try to run like just run through the the living room real quick or something like, <laughs> dogs not like <liking laughs> that <laughs> yeah
1: but love we this. love our pets, right?
0: Absolutely, 100%. Wouldn't, do, wouldn't change a thing. Well, maybe yeah. their voice box, but you know. Well, whatever. And, <clears> and I've got and some
1: guys... local shows coming up. Okay. i a Fleetwood Mac tribute. Really? My good friend Bob Berger.
0: Okay. I think it's a
1: great singer-songwriter. Yes. So check him out. He's got a new record called uh, The Domino Effect that I played all the drums I... on, and I'm honored to be a part of it. I think it's good music.
0: I feel like I feel like I saw that name. Where did I see that name? Was it on your Wikipedia? I don't know. I don't look at Wikipedia. Uh, Bob Berger. Yeah. Surprise party, 2006. Yeah,
1: I played on some of that too.
0: It's on. It's on the Wikipedia. That's where I saw it. Wow. Yeah, he has a new
1: record out now. Like I said, called the Domino Effect. You should but check I'm it out. It. I think I'm it's pretty really it good. I think it's great.
0: I love it. Effect. I'm writing that down right now. Hell yeah. Badass, dude. Um, so okay, this is jumping back a while. It's been a long time, but you guys had that hurricane that came up there. What was that, 2016 or something? That was 2012. You mean Sandy? You're talking about Sandy? Yeah, Sandy. That was 2012. Jesus Christ.
1: 2012. I know. All everything happened 2012. Uh Julie always said 2012 was a banner year for us. First, I died. Then we got married and then we became homeless (laughs) all in 2012. Dude. Yeah. No shit. Yeah. Yeah, It wiped everything out, man. It was, it was absolutely devastating. Like many people have experienced in other places and there, you know, unbelievable. Never seen anything like
0: it. So when, when, when you guys were going through it, were you in your house when it happened? No, we
1: were, we were evacuated. We were staying with my sister and brother-in-law.
0: Okay. So that's and good. we finally
1: got to go back to our house. Maybe three days later, they allowed us in, mm-hmm. and we walked up to the house. We thought, oh, it doesn't look so bad. You know, maybe we did okay. We saw a blind was like off a little bit, yeah. and as soon as we opened the door, everything in there was destroyed.
0: Like how high did it go?
1: Four and a half feet. We oh, saw the cow. we saw the line, the whole house, at least four and a half feet of water. Oh my god. We walked in, everything was turned on its side, refrigerator was down. It was just unbelievable. We just lost everything.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was like um, Harvey for here.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, I, whatever.
0: Yeah. Like, well, well, when Harvey came through, we, um, it was only a category two. So we're all like, it's going to be great. Who cares? I didn't know I was going to be stuck in my house for seven days straight. Luckily Mm -hmm. for us, we were living on a hill. And so the water came all the way up to the garage in the garage. And like, mm. let's say my bracelet right here is my, is a door to my kitchen through my garage. Mm. It came right up to the edge of that. Wow, so lucky. if you walked out into the street, it went over your head. But if you right. were up, wow. we were just sitting at, we were, you know, had no power. We were just up in our garage, hanging out. I smoked cigarettes back wow. then. So we we're just like smoking cigarettes in the garage, watching this water get closer. Like wow. I'm going to blow up the air mattress. We're going to float ourselves the fuck out of here. <laughs> you know? Wow. We got Sounds lucky, but like, of it was it sucked. My grandma lived in uh, off of Gessner and Memorial, and mm-hmm. that whole her house flooded eight feet. And luckily, she had a second story, and my uncle was with her and took her upstairs. I mean, she's she got COVID mm-hmm. and passed away or whatever. But like,
1: yeah, we were kind of fortunate too that our house was was kind of raised. Our porch was maybe four feet.
0: Oh man! So and it was, like, was
1: four and a half feet of water oh, in the whole house. Oh my god! You know, and we lived in a flood area. We lived yeah. sort of in a valley. Uh, you know, we had lived at the bottom of this hill. So it was just a flood. It was just, it was just terrible. But again, turned into one of the best things ever. Now we have a house that we love in another town in Red Bank. Oh, cool. You know, we're fortunate enough to buy it. And it's, you know, things are great.
0: Yeah, dude, I love it. I love Great things Uh, can happen
1: from tragedy. It's all in how we conduct ourselves through the, uh,
0: through the situation yeah absolutely my dogs are doing the thing we were just talking about hopefully i didn't hear them i didn't hear it good. good this old sure sm7b is doing its job then <laughs> i love this i like backup. to hear them yeah no oh, they're no you don't they're crazy you might hear mine soon <laughs> i heard them uh, a little bit earlier you know yeah, i heard you one. might just hear them again cool right on uh so um oh let's go into the beyond so right. I know we we kind of talked I kind of talked about aliens we kind of talked about religion a little bit but have you ever seen aliens Bigfoot do you know a ghost <laughs> Uh hmm. no I don't then none. none of I the above
1: I don't know if I, if I've seen any of that stuff and I think if I had seen something like that I would think there's a way to explain it
0: sure yeah absolutely yeah. I no. I've seen stuff. And maybe there's a way to explain it, but it's been so many years ago now that I, like, I just have the memory of it. And, and all I mm-hmm. remembered at the time was, well, mm. that's fucking aliens, you know, or, mm. I, or. I did a lot of
1: acid. I, don't, I saw a lot of things in acid, doing acid. Yeah. You know, I, remember, they, I don't think they were ghosts or aliens. No, I remember, I remember
0: I 100% smoking a cigarette and looking at the end of it on acid, looking into the cherry and understanding exactly what the meaning of life was. And I ran uh-huh, upstairs, of to, I ran up the stairs to go tell my friends as soon as I, as soon as I understood it, I was like, <gasps> they have to know. And I ran up the stairs, I was like, oh, I got, I know what the meaning of life is. And they're like, looked at me because they're tripping too. And they're like, what is it? I was like, I forgot. I, don't know. <laughs> yeah, I remember
1: one time I was doing ass, I was probably 15 mm-hmm. and my brother tells a story too. I was sitting in my parents' room, looking in their mirror. And all of a sudden I felt as though I knew exactly how John Lennon felt. <laughs> and I said that to my brother, I said, I know exactly how John Lennon feels. <laughs> of course, we don't know any of that stuff.
0: Right. He was like, how does John Lennon feel? And you're like, I yeah. don't know. <laughs> the way I feel
1: right now, that's how he feels.
0: <laughs> you guys obviously love the Beatles a little bit. Um mm. But but how much like because I mean you guys have the three part harmonies you're amazing you have amazing vocals you're extremely talented but you know I I hear the Beatles whether I whether they're a big influence on you or not I'm not hundred percent sure but I mean are they and do they play a role Well the, the Beatles world?
1: were a, a huge influence on me and Ty. Okay. Not so much Doug.
0: Sure Doug. Was I think
1: Jim I think Andrews. later on Doug got the Beatles. Okay. And has been influenced by them later on but in the early days when they were when they first came to doug they were just white guys doing all the black music that he listened to
0: that's right yeah you know so
1: it just didn't move him
0: oh i get it
1: yeah so they were just doing that thing that wasn't real necessarily to him you know because they were they were just trying to do what they loved the black music that doug listened to naturally
0: Right, like Elvis, because all, all of them people, all of the rock and roll guys that definitely totally ripped uh, absolutely that whole culture right. off. And, and it's fine, I'm glad they did because, like, it brought it to a whole different uh, you know, right? Of course, it it, changed, yeah. it changed everything for everybody, you know. And like, yeah. it was like, oh my gosh, I like Elvis, but listen to this, you know. And you go and mm-hmm. you go, find, it's like finding. Like, I don't know. I like, I love Stabbing Westward. I love that band. They're great. But like you listen to Stabbing Westward you're like, oh, cool. Listen to Skinny Puppy, you know, listen to night go and you go further back. I know it's different because yes. it's not a racial thing there, but you go back to the source and you're like, holy shit. I love this right. now.
1: There's nothing new under the sun,
0: Ryan. That's true. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Philosophy with Jerry Gaskell today. Yeah. Always. I love this. <laughs> Jerry, thank you so much for coming on. You've never seen a ghost? If I have, I didn't know. Uh, well, I saw then. the band Ghost. Yeah, me too. Were, were they as badass as you fucking ever thought? Because yeah, the time I, I saw them, they opened They opened up for Deftones. Oh, uh, really? At the Sherwin, not Sherwin, uh, what is that? Cynthia Woodland's Mitchell Pavilion. Really? And yeah, opened they, they opened for Deftones. They opened for Deftones. I have the shirt from that day, Um, 10 years ago. I remember- What I did you think? they were they sounded better than the record and i was trying to figure out if they had like they had to have had backing tracks somewhere with his vocals probably there was some stuff going on that i was like i i just remember my wife was with me i don't think she was my wife at the time and i was just like grabbing onto her shoulder like there's no way they sound this good <laughs> just, yeah they were and then Chino came out, and you know how deftones are i love those bands i love that band deftones is my favorite one of my favorite bands of all time me too but like you know, they're either on or they're not. And that's all there is to it. It's, I've seen both. Yeah. I've seen both too. And that night they were not they on. Were, they were okay. They're okay. <laughs> you know, right?
1: The last time I saw them, uh, which was, I don't know, maybe a couple years ago. I don't remember, but it was like a show they had to reschedule because of, you know, the pandemic and all that bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah. and it was the best I've ever seen them. It was incredible. Even Julie just said, man, these guys are great.
0: They're such a good and band.
1: It, it was it was great. My favorite, one like, of my favorite bands of all time. I got like to, I, I got on my knees, in front of Chi. Oh wow. I got on my knees in front of him and said, "Chi, to me, there is Dylan, the Beatles, and Deftones." Yeah. That's what matters to me. And he said, "Oh, gives me a big." Oh. Oh, that's how man. I feel about Deftones, man. One of my favorites of all time.
0: Chi, one love for Chi. That like after he went through that car wreck and all that crap i was sitting there pulling for him, man for so long i was just hoping yes. that was gonna resolve itself and i guess it yeah. did but just not the way we wanted to yeah we never know never know what's gonna
1: happen i more philosophy i say uh each moment holds infinite potential of
0: good or bad dude i love it i told you we you're never gonna know. write we're gonna write this We book. never know we just never know anything man well yeah all we know is that we know nothing um yeah except to find peace for ourselves right that's right what do you That's think about, about what do you think about crosses? Crosses, the yeah, band, Chino's she she knows other band, you know? I'm not that familiar with them. Really? I should be, right? You should be. They, they all right, they, all right.
1: I work out five days a week every morning. I get up and I work out in my basement and I listen to music. So I will listen to crosses maybe check tomorrow.
0: It. Check it out. Check out their first. Well, okay, so they put out an EP once a long time ago and then they put out a full a full-length record with that ep in it i guess and that's the one that i'm most familiar with and it actually came out around the time that i got married and so at our uh what do you call it the 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 reception afterwards i had a buddy who was djing it's like i want you to play nine inch nails i want you to play crosses i want you to play deftones nobody i forgot that all my, nobody cared about any they're like where's the dance music and we're like listening <laughs> to this like sad shit <laughs> they they made him change it he started playing michael jackson or whatever but like good uh, that's that's wedding music that's wedding music right and uh but anyway like that that first crosses album and this newest one i don't know chino that he found i didn't think she i don't know like chino is deftones to me and i didn't think there'd be a way for him to fit in in something else. And this is more like the more keyboardy stuff, you know? Like there's more samples they're, they're doing crazy stuff and Chino is just doing the Chino thing, singing between the notes. The only thing that the only person I know that can do it that that way like cuz mm. you know, Chino he'll hit they'll be the note'll be here and he'll be here and here. Yeah. And you're mm. like, "How the fuck did he just bypass that entire note and make it sound great?"
1: <laughs> so uh, is it is it worth me listening to?
0: Yes, I will listen I, and and text me and tell me um, if you're like Ryan, you this sucks, <laughs> or if, or if you love it or not. Because I, I probably it. have listened. Okay,
1: and maybe I wasn't real moved, and I don't remember. I don't know. Hey, I'll, man, I'll, listen be, could, I'll listen again. I'll listen
0: again. It could be it's it's dancey. It, some of it's dancey, I and mean, then maybe not. Like I don't mean I'm poppy. Okay with yeah, I don't mean I'm poppy. Okay all, yeah, just a little dancey, little industrial little there's some vibes there yeah. it's there's the whole album uh the whole first album i have it on vinyl in the other room the whole first album is just it it has this vibe uh i think there's okay. a song called "Witches brew that was like one of their singles and so there's a video for it or whatever but it's yeah yes. i would definitely recommend yeah, i
1: listen i listen to everything man like the other night uh we were watching a shania twain documentary incredible oh, so she? i listen to shania twain
0: yeah. I started sick. listening to country uh recently myself, like which is weird, but I guess if you hang out in oil and gas long enough, it's gonna happen. But what's cool there's is some you hear, country music. there's some great country guitar there's players. Better. Those chicken yeah. pickers, they're like if yeah. you hear them start jamming, and you're like, Whoa, like they're they're shredding that thing. It's country or yes. whatever, but they're it's doing just a music. Great job. Music
1: it's, there's great music in every genre, or whatever you want to call it. You know, people who make music. If they're good, it's good music. You know? it's just, yeah,
0: you know, right, right, yeah, wrong. Absolutely. Absolutely. 100% right. Gary, <laughs> I love you. Thank you for doing it. Me too, man. Yeah, I it's good that, seeing you. I, it's good seeing you. We get to have an extra extended talk. The last time we saw each other was, you know, it was a little too late, but we still got good hugs in and yeah, had a man, good time good. talking. And uh hope yep. we get to see each other again soon. And I hope you come on again soon and uh, pass the word along to old Ty Tabor because I'm going to hit him up next. (laughs) Okay, I'm (laughs) sure you'll talk to him before I do. Probably so. (laughs) Brother, thank you so much. Everybody, this has been Jerry Gaskell on the 13. I'm your host, Ryan 13. All links, Mr. Gaskell, will be in the description below and go check out all his cool music, King's X, everything, solo projects. All that will be below. We'll see you on the next one.